Welcome to Two Guys That Talk Sports. Here at Jeroen Brad. What's going on, everybody? We're back at it again with the new podcast. Got my man B-Rad here. What's up, B-Rad? Damn, calm down. What's up? I can't calm down, man. I can't. Why not? Cause, man, you're back, and I'm excited. I guess, I guess you can call that call it that. You know, how are you feeling, man? How is life treating you? Well, it's it's treating me. That's good, man. That's good. Um, yeah, got a lot to talk about. You know, as always. Yeah, a lot of fun stuff happened recently. And sports, 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 sports. Because we are allegedly two guys that talk sports, so I we guess are, we need to talk indeed. about sports. Well, technically, we are two dads that talk sports too. So, we're a lot There's of a lot of yes, you know. But anyways, Brad, um, let's dive right into it. Let's get it. Uh, we got some big news coming out of the NFL. We've got Matthew Stafford heading to the Rams. Uh, the, Jared Goff heading to the Lions. How do you feel about that trade? Uh, Rams gave up a lot, but if you think about it, the Rams haven't had a first-round pick since they drafted Jared Goff. So, Thanks. I mean, they've been fine since then. I think okay. this this puts them more in line with the rest of the team's window to win. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think it's I think it's a good trade for the Lions. You, so you're, I mean, so a, you're... a good a good trade for the Rams. I should say. I said that. Mm-hmm. I also, mm. I also think it's a good trade for the Ram or for the Lions. I think it's a win-win. Mm. I think the Lions robbed the shit out of the Rams, um, and the reason why being is because the Lions got uh, picks to first rounders. They also got a guy who led them to the Super Bowl two years ago. And Jared Goff. People always say, oh, well, yeah, Andrew, why do you think Jared Goff let him? They also had a stellar defense that year. Um, you know, impeccable receiving court. Anybody could be in that system. Well, you also got to make accurate throws. Um, he did just that, but he had on the other side, unfortunately, the GOAT, which is Tom Brady. That's got nothing to do with this, but anyway, uh, if you want to look at this. <laughs> If you want to look at look, this, this is how this is how I look at it. The the okay. Rams, the Rams haven't had a first round pick since they took Goff back in ninety mm-hmm. or in uh, 16, 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, where were they at this year? Didn't they make uh, Didn't they make the playoffs? Yeah, they did indeed. Yeah, they, they won a playoff game. Mm-hmm. So, do they really need the first round picks anyway? They're going to be late round picks, late first rounders. Um, so I don't. Get go go upgrade your quarterback, and extend and open this 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 chance to win a Super Bowl. Because if they win a Super Bowl next three four years, it's a no brainer hands down. They won the trade. Mm. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I like your statistics, but I also am worried about Matthew Stafford's health. Why? As well, he's, he's actually got a good offensive line now. True, but he was pretty banged up, you know, over the yeah, years. And like you said, the offensive line. I mean, the offensive line is one thing, dude, but also you had another receivers. Robert Woods I mean, and yeah. Cooper Cup is, I mean, pretty balling, but also you got to remember Robert Woods and Cooper Cup were also boys with Jared Goff. I feel like there's going to be a little bit turmoil over there, and he's going to have to earn their trust. No. Would you rather Would you rather have Cooper Cup and Robert Woods or Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones? 
with no. No, I'm not, I, 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 no, I'm I'm saying I'm saying I feel like yeah, it's a good situation for Matthew Stafford. But what I'm saying is, is he's going to have to earn their trust. Well, that's anybody. You know, like man, at least the Rams, Jared Goff's going. Go ahead. The Rams almost won a playoff game with John Walford at quarterback and a and a sure. and a broken thumb Jared Goff. They did sure. win a playoff game with Jared, with a broken thumb, Jared Goff. So I think having Stafford there, that makes them an instant Super Bowl contender. Why didn't the Rams like Jared Goff? What was wrong with him? Why Why did they feel like they needed to trade him and get rid of him? Well, Jared Goff, I think the last two years has regressed, you know, and mm-hmm. and – I don't know if it's Jared Goff as much as it's the league catching up to the Sean McVay offense. Mm-hmm. I don't, and defense is catching up and whatnot, and that may be part of it. Um, not the the regression of Todd Gurley and the movement into Cam Akers has been mm-hmm. good. Um, that had a little bit to do with it, but I think I think Stafford's going to be better than Jared Goff. All right. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, he's more accurate. He has a little bit more of an arm. It's more of a gunslinger. So, yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with you on that and as far as situations is concerned. Um, he has stability in, in uh, coaches and offensive coordinators, too, so he doesn't have to worry about, you know, the turnover there as he did in Detroit. I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait and see, man. I feel bad for Jared Goff, though. I feel like – He's gonna want out in the next couple of years and go somewhere else. I don't yeah. see him staying in Detroit for that very I mean, long. Detroit's a dumpster fire. They have been. Stafford's only played in three postseason games his whole career there. Never won one. Yeah, that's not all on him. Oh, absolutely not. It's the front office. The front office is horrible. You and I could run a better front office than they can. Maybe. Big maybe. No. No, it's a it's a hundred percent fact. Um, well, he's not among the uh, quarterbacks that could be rumored as far as being traded this year. We got a list of them, Brad. Um, we got Ben Roethlisberger. Um, he's potential talks of possibly going somewhere else instead of being with the Steelers. Absolutely, um, absolutely not. The, the, well, the Steelers the Steelers are looking for the future is what they what they've been been saying. Well, the future's not on their roster. If they draft a quarterback and then maybe trade Ben, yeah. Or but but they what they have on that roster is not as good as Ben besides Ben, of course. You saw that last year when Ben was out. Oh, no, no, I'm saying like, yeah, I would trade Ben, get some assets for him and draft the QB. I would not Yeah, you, you, I, I agree with you. Ben, that he doesn't have any trade value at this point. Okay. What are you, you going to get for him? A third rounder, maybe. Maybe a second. Maybe a second. Like second. You're not, and you're not drafting a star, a guy that's ready to start right now at that spot. Never know, man. You never know. Uh, what's that boy? Um, Kyle Trask. He's coming out to the NFL. He looks pretty good. Yeah, but is he NFL ready right now? I wouldn't say he's NFL ready, but he definitely has the tangibles. Gunslinger reminds me a lot of Matthew Stafford when he was coming out of college. Yeah, but Stafford was a number one overall. Oh, yeah, but Stafford, I mean, obviously he was a beast. I'm just saying, like, the tangibles he reminds me of. Yeah. He doesn't, He doesn't like, 
have the pedigree is what i'm saying um another list uh we got is deshaun watson that's a big that's a big item um do you think uh two first two seconds and two defensive starters is worth deshaun watson getting picked up if i have to trade my whole team to get deshaun watson i do it but i don't mm -hmm. think a team's gonna do it okay you don't think teams like miami or anybody else are gonna want to go after deshaun I mean, they'll go after him, but I don't think, I don't know that the Texans are going to move him, for one, because, like, you see what, what the the Rams had to give up to get Stafford. They had to give up two firsts and a Pro Bowl-level quarterback and a third for a 33-year-old, injury-prone, air quotes, uh, quarterback, whereas Deshaun Watson, yeah, he had the two ACLs, but... He's looking like True. he might be one of the next top mm -hmm. three or four quarterbacks in the league, and yeah, I I don't think I don't think two first, two seconds, two thirds, or whatever, and two defensive starters. I, that's not going to be enough to put it over the top. So, if you were the Texans front office right now, you would not trade him. I need to look at his contract. I don't know when his contract's up. He has two years left on this deal. If, so either way, if, he's going to walk in two years. If you don't think you can build a team around him to win in the next two years, which they did just win a division title what last year, correct. But uh, they also did have like a stellar defense in yeah. Jadavion and Clowney and yeah. Tyron Matthew and all those guys. Yeah, and DeAndre Hopkins, but and Hopkins too. DeHop, yeah. But I don't think that's you can do that. In the next two years, so I would I would be looking to trade him. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I would trade him 110 percent as well. I mean, he is worth what they're asking for. He is but, not worth just a first rounder or or two first round picks. Yeah, but, he is worth but, two first rounds, two second rounds, and but, uh, whatever compensation they need. But Bill O'Brien's not making the trades anymore, and he's not going to trade him to Arizona for. A washed up running back and a third round pick, like he did Nuke. Like they're gonna want. Oh, I mean, they're gonna want value for him, and I don't know if a team is gonna be willing to part with that much to get him. I mean, I could see the Jets doing it. The Jets got some nice rookies like Quentin Williams and stuff like that. I could see them just like being like, "Here you go." Yeah, but at that point, you're at that point, you just have Deshaun Watson, and who's to say in two years he's he's gonna want out. Because yeah, he's, true. Because, but, but then you assigned him an extension to make sure he doesn't want out. Yeah, but he he would have to sign that extension. Oh yeah, I mean I know, if but you got to make it make it gravy in order to make sure he. I mean I get it. It's a tough situation. It's if, a tough situation. If you're the Jet, that's why I think Miami is probably the ideal destination for him. Because if you're the Jets and you trade them all the all the draft picks they want and two defensive starters, what do you have left? You've got Frank Gore. And Jamison Crowder to play with Deshaun Watson in yeah, the in yeah. the division with that Miami team that's looking really good, mm -hmm. and with that Bills team that looks elite. Yeah, I was about to say Buffalo looks elite, and then you got who knows what the Pats are doing next in a couple of years. You know they might go get Air, after Aaron Rodgers or somebody like that. You know, Aaron and then Rodgers. Speaking, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, he's another quarterback that's on the list that is thinking about leaving his team. I don't think he goes anywhere either. Not yet. Really? Wow. Not yet. Okay. I don't know that Jordan Love's ready to take that job. I'm not saying he's ready to take that job, but 
I can see the glasses is getting full on his on his side because he's like, basically, I've done every single thing possible for this organization, and this organization has not had any way of helping me out. Like it's just like them or nothing. And if I were him, I would be ready to crushing a trade like tomorrow. Yeah, but my, my thing is, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, where will I go that has a better supporting cast and can can nurture me to to get me a championship? Because not I, not I mean, every it, it, damn sure ain't the Patriots. I guarantee you that. Right not now. not every Unless, he's not gonna have Devonte Adams out there with the other team he goes to. He's not gonna have an emergency. Uh, an, an emerging young tight end like John Tunyon. He's not going to have Aaron Jones in the backfield. David Bakhtiari on the offensive line. like Or Lassard. Don't forget about Lassard. He's a beast. He needs like a good slot receiver, though, like he had with an old boy. What was his name? can't forget his name. Randall Cobb? Yeah. Yeah, he needs like a Randall Cobb-esque. And then that team will be elite. I feel like that's what they're missing this year to get them over the hop. Yeah, have that inside slot power, um, like a Randall Cobb, to help go and hit those slant routes hard. Once Lassard and Devontae Adams are covered pretty well, that's dude. That's why the. I mean, I know this is off topic, but that's why the Kansas City Chiefs are so deadly. Got Tyreek, Nikhil Harmon. Um, I think the the Chiefs are more deadly because they have the most talented quarterback we've seen. Oh yeah, I mean, but hold on, I, I, have, I have a question for you. Question is, could you throw any QB in that system, and they'll still be elite as what they are? Any quarterback, like no. uh, like top five, not <laughs> top five, like 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 top twenty. If you, top if 20. you okay. So what did like they, a Dak Prescott? Dak what, Prescott could he could did, he thrive in that bef- system? Before Mahomes got there, what did they do with Alex Smith at quarterback? Okay, they, they won. They won what thirteen? They went thirteen and three. Yeah, yeah, they won. Did they win a Super Bowl? No, no. I think Mahomes so, Mahomes puts him over the top because he's got such an elite level of ability. Yeah, he is elite, dude. He is going to be like our kids are going to know who Mahomes is. He's going to be that dude. He's got to be the next Tom Brady. He's the. I think he's going to be the the NFL's equivalent to LeBron. Whereas any year that he doesn't win a championship is going to be deemed a, a failure. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. I'm just curious to see how everything's going to pan out next year because I'm excited to see what the, like the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to do with. How do you think, or who would you think, I guess is a better question, if you had a guess, who would you think would be considered, like, that elite level? So, like, years from now, we'll still be talking about them, is what I'm trying to say, out of this draft class for QBs. It's it's hard to tell you so far, because we haven't had the combine, and we haven't, we don't know, like, who goes where. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, we're pretty sure that Trevor Lawrence is going to be a Jag. But other than that, who knows? I think whoever goes to the Jets is going to fail just because they uh-huh. have nothing in place to mm-hmm. help them thrive. And we're not in a position where five, six years ago we were letting guys sit. Like, would Aaron Rodgers be the quarterback he is today 
if he didn't take a year or two to sit behind Brett Favre and not just learn but develop. Philip Philip Rivers with Drew Brees, same deal there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. For a whole a one season, Tom Brady behind Drew Bledsoe, mm-hmm. uh, Ben Roethlisberger set behind Tommy Maddox. He didn't come in as a starter, but I think I think Cam Newton's probably the first that got thrown to the Wolves of the current crop of quarterbacks. Peyton Manning got thrown to the Wolves too, but yeah, I was gonna say yeah, and Eli, um, I think right. No, Eli set behind Kurt Warner. Got it. Okay. Um, Forgot Kurt Warner played for the Giants for a little bit. Yeah, the years of developing quarterbacks are done, and I think I think maybe Atlanta will give a guy a chance to sit and learn behind Matt Ryan and develop into a quarterback. Yeah. I was about to ask you that next, uh, but continue. Yeah, I think I think Atlanta's going to take a quarterback in the first round, and okay. I don't know who. It depends on who. Are, who, are, who are you wanting? Who do I want or who do I, I want Trevor Lawrence. Okay. But that's not going to happen. Um, right. Whoever it is, they're going to, they're going to get a chance to sit behind, sit behind Matt Ryan, learn. By the time they get to start, Julio is probably going to be gone and mm-hmm. they'll have Calvin Ridley, maybe Justin Gage. They'll have, they'll have some guy, not Justin Gage. Is his name Justin Gage? Or is Justin Gage somebody else? I, I just pulled that name. Is it Russell Gage? <laughs> Something Gage. Is it is it Russell or, or or I don't know. Irrelevant. But uh, the only reason why I'm asking you this is because I just think it's like curious, you know, for as far as like when they do like stats and analytics, I think it's like you know, a curious side of me is just like, all right, well, you know. These QBs went number one or in the first round, which means they got all these good salaries and stuff like that and all the perks that come with it being a first rounder. But then they don't live up to the hype. Well, like freaking like like Mitchell Trubisky, he he's a prime example. I never forget like when that draft class and watching that draft and seeing how like everybody was like so skeptical. They're like well, he only played one year in college and all this other stuff like that. And then they're trying to be like, well, look at the arm talent. Look at the precision passing and all this other stuff like that. But the dude couldn't even throw downfield, you know? Yeah. But that, that, that just goes to show that the draft is an inexact science. And okay. it all depends on the system the the guy's thrown into. Who's to say Pat Mahomes, if he would have got drafted by the Bears, he wouldn't be failing right now because he doesn't have mm-hmm. Andy Reid leading the way. Okay. I think okay. I think Deshaun Watson with the with the Texans in that same draft class. Bill O'Brien, great offensive mind, great play caller, great quarterback coach, absolutely terrible mm-hmm. GM and absolutely terrible head coach. And I think he helped develop Deshaun Watson into being the quarterback that he is. So then, why is he taking getting so much heat? Because Bill O'Brien's gone, and he's a terrible yeah. GM. Like yeah, you, no, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on like that. Like you, you can be, you can be good at one thing and bad at another, and not be good enough at the good thing you are, and lose your job. You know, and and he wasn't a very good GM, and that's what inevitably lost his job. But he was good at developing Deshaun Watson into this elite talent. 
Yeah. Now I was curious. I'm, I'm curious because I mean I, I just like studying the NFL and studying, um, you know, like draft classes and you know where players are as far as like at least on the offensive side because I don't know too much about defense. Um, but I, I just think like you know at least the important positions. I I just find it, you know, relatively funny that people think that like the first round is like the ideal round in order to get, grab your talent when you can find elite talent in the second and third round too and not have to go up and trade all these picks. And honestly, that is the reason why I haven't seen a lot of teams over the years trade for picks. You know, usually you you would see where they are, you know, and they'll stay where they are, at least in these past few drafts, like all the way up to like um, 20... I think 2018 was the last time I saw it happen like that. When they trade for picks, like at least in the first round. I'm not saying in the second or third round. I could be wrong. But it's just interesting. It's just interesting to see. And it's just interesting to see what teams will give up for elite talent. You know, I, I heard this rumor. I mean, this is obviously a rumor, but I heard if Deshaun wanted to go to the Giants, the Giants were willing to give up. Saquon Barkley and Danny Dimes and their draft picks for him. Like, would you do that? Probably. See? It's crazy to me. Like, if you got franchise level, if you got franchise level talent, what teams will give up in order to just, you know, have you on their team? Well, yes, yes, Saquon. Saquon's a transcendent level running mm-hmm. back, but we've seen through the years you can get a running back whenever mm-hmm. at, at any point of the draft. You don't have to have a top five pick to get a good running back. Yeah, look at Clyde Edwards Alaire. I was picking the first round. That's a pretty high pick. Yeah, good. yeah, but he still turned out fine. Yeah, but like running backs don't go in the first round anymore. Only the tippity top, the the Saquons, the Todd Gurleys, the not current Todd Gurley, but older Todd Gurley. True. True. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, It's just curious. I mean, and you know, sometimes I just wonder teams that draft late, like who, you know, are in the playoffs a lot and stuff like that, what do they do with those positional players? What do you mean? Like, your, like your Kansas City Chiefs, your used to be New England Patriots, just things like that. Because you you, set, you technically don't really need them. You already have, like, a, a, a Super Bowl or a playoff team. Well, that's where you draft your Nikhil Harrys and your, your, your swing offensive lineman that can play tackle guard center. You draft... See guys mm-hmm. for de- defensive line depth, uh, nickel dime corners. You draft depth spots. You, it's more of a luxury. You're not drafting for need, and that's mm-hmm. where the teams that pick early get in trouble. They're 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 taking a guy they need as opposed to the best player they can they can make their team better. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and that shows you what a good GM versus a not so good GM is like. That's what I'm saying. It's like. There's going to be four quarterbacks taken in the in the top ten picks, and mm-hmm. maybe only one of them deserve to be taken in the top ten. But because they play that quarterback position, there's a premium, and teams are going to go up there and get them. Facts. 
Facts. That that that's why I wanted to transition. You know, and talk a little bit about you know that playoff teams that are always in the playoffs, things like that. Got the Super Bowl coming up real soon. Um, are you excited about it? You know, how do you feel? I mean, this is a 18 year gap between two QBs. You know, that's that's a statistic that's out right now. Um, the 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 other one was 17 between Jared Goff and Tom Brady, but this is an 18 year gap between Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. Do you think having experience versus having talent, which one you think will come out on top or be more elite? Well, to me, they both are obviously talented, but Brady has the experience and the talent. Not to say Mahomes doesn't have mm-hmm. experience too, because he played in the Super Bowl last mm-hmm. year. So. Mm-hmm. I think it, it more or less comes down to supporting cast for me. And okay. with Antonio Brown coming back with Mike Evans and the way Leonard Fournette's running that football, if mm-hmm. if the the Bucks defense can kind of slow down Mahomes a little bit, that's that's saying a lot. Uh I think it can be it can be a fun game and I think the Bucks may can win it. Do you think it's gonna be a shootout or do you think it's gonna be uh, a low scoring game? I, I don't I don't think it's going to be low scoring at all. Um, some like maybe 42, 38, somewhere in there. High score. Okay. okay. Now let me ask you this. Do you think this is a, the two best teams that are in the NFL to make it to the Super Bowl? No. Okay. Who would you would have? I'm pretty sure we saw the two best teams last week. They played each other. Buffalo and Kansas City. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, obviously they're in the same division, so that couldn't work. But yeah, I agree with you. That game was awesome to watch, um, and also how Stephon Diggs stayed for the very end to see the celebration to kind of get that oozing in, so he can experience that one day. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. Cool. Cool. Well, I mean. I just feel like, for me personally, I feel like this is the two best teams. I feel like um, being a Patriots fan, this kind of sucks because, like, Tom Brady basically proved Bill Belichick wrong, where he's like, I don't need you. Um, I can make it to the Super Bowl regardless, and I think that has to do with experience. Um, Tom Brady will always be the good in my eyes. There will never be any biased, um, you know, like bias attitude or anything like that from me. I just think it's funny that he goes to another team and can do the same thing as he was with the team that he's been with for 20 years. Well, he's got a lot of, he's got a lot of help with Tampa. It's not just him. He's got a, no, he's, got a good, he's got a good mind on that sidelines with Bruce Arians too. Knows how to use all those sure weapons. That. True that. I mean, shoot, they even have Antonio Brown on that team, and they transform Antonio Brown, who is a loudmouth receiver, into like somebody who's quiet and humble as well. So I think that's pretty interesting how how that transpired too. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, predictions. Who do you think is going to win? Uh, if I'm picking with my head, I think I think Kansas City is going to win. But with my heart, okay. I hope I hope Tampa Bay wins. Okay. Just to just to rub it in in your face one more time. In my face? Yeah. Look at Tom. 
I wouldn't care. I'll be happy for him. I think this is this will be a statement game. Like I have, like, like true Patriots fans. Like they, like, it's so funny because I see like everybody on Instagram and stuff like that switch to like the Bucks. Like they pull for the Bucks now because of Tom Brady and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I just think that's so funny, so funny. Does it hurt? Does it suck to see Tom and Rob? You know, doing the shit that they used to do with the Patriots. Heck yeah, it hurts. Yeah. Like, you know, those funny videos on Instagram, we see them, like, throwing up the, like, yeah, I got the win, got the W, baby. You know, all that stuff like that. Yeah, it hurts. Bad boys for life. Right, yeah. Like, it hurts like shit. But, like, at the same time, dude, like, I respect him. I thank him. I won't burn his jersey. Like, I, th- I will thank him for giving us those, like, you know, ten playoff runs, um, six Super Bowl appearance. I mean, not ten, but eight, six Super Bowl appearances. Um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I'm not mad at him. I, I get it, man. Everybody has a right to go. You you do not have to stick with the same team the whole entire time. But I I guarantee you, I will not jump ship to the team that he he's playing. I will not do that. I'll be a true fan to stick to my team regardless of how bad they suck. A true Panthers fan. Oh, here we go. I, we already look. I'm only, I'm, only, I'm only talking about what you're talking about. You're the one bringing it up. No, but I'm just saying, like, regardless, that's because of the city that I live in. Regardless, regardless of the situation, you know, I'll still be a Patriots fan, and that's it. That's the end of the day. Um. Moving on. I died. Moving on to what? A year. It's been a year. It's been a year for since Kevin Bryant died. Yeah. Um, how do you do? You have any recollections or any you know, things that you want to bring light to his passing? I mean, it's been a year. I haven't watched a lot of basketball in the last couple mm-hmm. weeks. Mm-hmm. primarily because I'm a college guy and I think not having fans is killing the sport. It's killing college basketball. Not so much the NBA, but... Oh, yeah, no, I agree with you on that. It's, it's hard to watch. Even even yeah. watching my favorite teams, like, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. I mean, you still got some good games, like still some good college basketball games. Yeah. We'll get back to, we'll get back to Kobe in a minute, but we got some good college basketball games like Texas Tech, that guy. Um, he, he I can't remember his name. It's, it's Mick something, Mick Gruder or something like that. I'm sorry if I'm per, uh, butchering your name. Yeah, kid tra- free- transfer from, uh, from uh, Georgetown. Dude's a stud. Absolute stud. So it shows you how bad Georgetown sucks right now. Um, and then you got that guy uh, uh, from Duke who's starting to put Duke on the map now. What's his name? Something Johnson. Camp, is it Camp Johnson or something like No, it's not Camp Johnson. Camp Johnson played a girl on it. Oh, yeah. What was his, what's this boy's name? What's this boy's name? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, he's, do, he's, do, he's doing good. I have not watched a second of Duke basketball this year. I just watch like the games that are good, or like close games and stuff like that. Drake actually looks pretty good. Not the rapper, but the college basketball team. Drake, um, they look pretty good. 
So I'm curious to see how. I mean, I feel like this year for college basketball, it's going to be kind of cool um, because it's going to remind me of the NBA, like how the bubble was without Miami is, is doing well, was doing well. I feel like a lot of teams, like a lot of no-name teams are going to beat some like really big powerhouse teams in the conference champions in the March Madness tournament this year. I don't know that we get to a, 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 a tournament. You don't think we are? It's gonna be tough, dude. Like, I never, I, I never would have thought that basketball would be the one that struggles so much with COVID. I thought it was me football, and football basically got through the whole year, mm-hmm. but relatively unscathed. But mm-hmm. but basketball is so so much different without fans and without, and you got you got like states been shut down twice for COVID outbreaks with yeah. the basketball team. Same with Carolina. Carolina was supposed to play, uh, I think, Virginia. Yeah. And then they ended up having to cancel because of COVID. Yeah, it's just uh, – it, it, It's it's not – it's never good to have to stop a program for two weeks and start it back up. You're not mm-hmm. – you're going to have rust to knock off and all. And then to just jump right back into a game. Yeah. Without without any type of motivation from the fans. It's, True. It's True. tough. And I don't I don't – I hate to say this, but I don't care anymore. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. There's nothing bringing me back to it. You think they'll do a bubble for the for the conference uh, for the March Madness? They're gonna have to if they if they're gonna be successful with it. But like like biggest state fan as I am, two weeks ago, I forgot that State and Carolina even played. I didn't even know until Sunday when I saw the score mm. that they had played Saturday. NC State's women's is number two in the nation. Yeah, they just lost. Uh, the oh, other okay, night. Well, they lost on the not. on the road without their best player. Well, they're um, not number two anymore. <laughs> well, they they I don't know the poll. The poll comes out tomorrow, and yeah. and number three UConn lost as well. So uh, okay, so you never know. They might still yeah. Have they, that spot. they were the only three undefeateds left. Were State, mm-hmm. UConn, and then number one. Uh, God, who is number one? Oh, Louisville, uh, who State plays tomorrow night. So if mm-hmm. if, if Alyssa Kinane comes back and State knocks Louisville off Monday night, they'll probably be back up two I think they one, can do one it. or two. They've Louisville's, already, good. Louisville's good, but I think State NC State can do it for St- State's already won on the road at number one this year. They went down to South Carolina and knocked them off mm-hmm. earlier in the year. Yeah, I think I think they could I think they could pull it off. I'm not worried about that with them. No, I agree with you. I mean, I feel like college basketball. I mean, it's so crazy. I mean, I mean, I was watching the Duke game and they're playing uh, Clemson, and um, it was just you know packed Cameron Indoor as usually people waiting outside, you know, tents all around the stadium and stuff like that, just enter into the stadium. Dude, there's nobody. It was like a ghost town. <laughs> it was so crazy. But the coolest thing is like about college basketball too that I want to touch about, and I want to touch about this too with the NBA. Not every arena is closing down fans. Like that's why I watch like watching like college basketball and the NBA because you get to see like different states with different protocols. Like the Midwest states and the and, and the out west states, like Arizona and stuff like that, they still have fans there. Oh, you know, it's, it's just it's it's not the same environment for me. And oh, I I mean I agree with you. I agree with you on that. You know, you know. But I'm just saying, like they do still have fans there. Like for instance, like the NBA, for instance, like you can see like teams like Utah was just playing not too long ago. Utah and um, Denver, they have fans there. Mm. 
like, I mean, it might be a very, very, very small attendance, but my, even Miami, they had fans down there in Miami when they were playing uh, in the big games. And they're doing these, like, weird things now, like, uh, for as far as seeing, like, COVID tracing, especially for certain stadiums. Miami just did this. They um, announced, like, uh, that they're having dogs try to sniff out who has COVID. And train them for that too. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Don't want to have no uh, sniffing dogs around Miami, <laughs> right? <laughs> Seriously, but I thought that was pretty interesting. But speaking of the NBA, like, do you think? I'm curious to see who you think is going to be the regular season MVP. It's it's hard to to judge that this early because you never know, like the Lakers could have a COVID issue and LeBron missed two weeks and there goes his chance to win MVP as well as mm-hmm. Anthony Davis. It's so, I don't I haven't, I haven't paid enough attention to it. Who do you think is going to be the MVP? I think Joel Embiid, dude. I feel like Doc Rivers is probably like the best coach for the best situation for Joel Embiid. Well, they honestly, are, if I'm not mistaken, they are number one in the Eastern conference, right? Yeah, at this point, what the the Celtics, what, what the Celtics losing to the Lakers the other night? Yeah, and that was a good game. Oh my gosh, that was oh, so good. The Celtics are actually in fifth place. Yeah, wow. yeah, dude, they were. Oh my gosh, like it was like on the edge of your seat, like biting your nail type good. Like that game was ridiculous. Craziest thing is the Nets, man. The Nets are not looking so good either. They, I don't know what's going on with them. Listen to teams like. Well, you know that they shouldn't be losing to. Maybe they're they're eight and two in their last ten. How are they playing? Well, yeah, it, well, when their last ten, but before their last ten, they weren't. They're were losing to teams like the Cavs. They lost to the Cavs twice. The, Ca- um, they the, Ca- lost- the Cavs are a playoff team right now, though. That's true, but they lost to the Knicks too. The Knicks are only a half game out of the playoffs right now. Okay, all right, fair enough. Well, I guess it's just crazy to see those two teams actually doing well. Shoot, right, um, right now, if the playoffs started today, the Hawks, Cavs, and Hornets would all be in. That's crazy. That's wild. Hornets, the Hornets look amazing right now with Lamel Ball. He's changing. He's twenty times better than his brother ever is. Yeah, I think, and so. I feel, I think so too. And I feel so bad for Lonzo because, like, Lonzo, like, tries to do well. He's not, like, trying to suck. Um, well, Lonzo's not bad. Let's let's not say that Lonzo's bad. Oh, yeah. He's not a scrub, but he's nothing like his brother. And he even admitted that he, his brother is better than him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, and, he, and also, too, you got to think about it this way. Like, his brother has a little bit more experience than him because Lonzo Ball did the traditional route where he did, went from, like, High school to college to the NBA, but Mello he got pulled out from like you know grade school and went over to the pros. So he was already like a kind of like a Luka Doncic s like already playing with the pros at a very young level, and then adapting and becoming that mature. So he probably already knows the game more than some pros do right now. Yeah. Speaking of Luka, is is there a more disappointing team in the NBA than the Mavericks this year? Honestly, no, and I feel like Luke is going to want out in the next couple of years. If you want me to be honest with you, they're going to end up if they keep on playing the way they are. Luke is going to not be there anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I'm serious; he's not going to sign a max deal with them. And and that's another thing I want to talk about too. How do you feel about Giannis signing that max deal with the box? Do you like it? Do you think it's a good idea, or do you think he should have gone and left? 
Well, I think I think that gives a lot of hope for about two thirds of the league. Teams like you know the Wizards, the Pistons, the Knicks, the the Timberwolves, teams Pelicans. that teams that yeah the Pelicans, teams that aren't not so, I didn't mean to say the Knicks, teams that don't really have the the drawing power to bring in free agents that they can draft somebody, turn them into a superstar, and then get them to resign. And that's what I think Lamelo Ball is going to end up doing. Honestly, I don't see him leaving the Hornets. Yeah, like if Melo if Melo blows up, becomes a stud, and resigns with the Hornets, that's that's big. That's big time. Because um, the only reason why I'm saying that is because he's having like you can see. Uh, I mean, I I don't watch any of the Hornets games because I I just don't. But you can see from like the highlights, he's having fun out there. It's not yeah. like a like like a job to him. Like I, you can tell when players are like, oh. God, like this is a job. Like, like Bradley Bill. That's that's a whole entire different story. But like, he actually is out there having fun, dealing with what he has, and he's making the Hornets better. And he doesn't even realize it, which is the funniest thing. I feel like he doesn't realize like how good he's making the Hornets be right now. And they weren't bad. They weren't a bad team. I mean, they have a Mod Monk. They have PJ Washington. They have Malik Terry Rozier. So what? Malik Monk. Malik Monk, I don't know. I say I'm on Monk. Malik Monk, Ter- Terry Rozier. Did you? Did uh, you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you right there. If you haven't uh, seen it yet, go look it up. Cody Zeller threw one yeah, down yeah. on Giannis yeah. last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that highlight. That was crazy. <laughs> and that was that was a, a a nice dish by Lamelo Ball too. Jeez, Cody Zeller. Lamelo Ball is making everybody great on that team, and I love it because, like, it's in the city that I live in. So it's just like I feel like it's gonna draw a lot more attention. Like, Lamelo Ball is basically bringing attention to Charlotte for as far as the basketball world is concerned. And if he stays here, I guarantee he's gonna be like. I'm not saying as good as like. Um, there's no way he could be as good as a Greek freak, but I'm saying like as far as like um, atmosphere and like. Uh, uh, box selling. Well, the the Hornets had a guy like that, but they they the one thing with Lamelo, they need to surround him with talent. They True. can't do what they did with Kimba True. and just put trash out there with him, throwing that mm-hmm. and, and just and just try to to make trash work with him. They need to actually spend a little bit of money and bring stars to play with him, and that's tough. True. Charlotte Charlotte's not not a traditional team that's that spends money in free agency, but maybe they ought to now that they have a star. They probably should also get his brother while they have the chance too. I don't know if they play. I don't know if they play good together. Neither of them shoot. So. Neither of them shoot the three good enough to play together. So they'd have to be on the be uh, swapping in and out for each other. Is what I'm trying to uh-huh. say. And they already have mm-hmm. too many guards. Like they have too many point guards. True, they need size. With Dev- they do need size. I mean, you got Devonte Graham, Malik Monk, and That's who and Terry and and Terry, Terry Rozier, and Lamelo Ball. That's four small guards. I feel like this, the only size they have is Miles Bridges and Kelly Zoe on the team. I mean, and, and Miles Bridges and Bees Mac Miambu or whatever. Isn't, yeah. isn't isn't Miles Bridges like a six six small forward? Yeah. Like he's not that big. Yeah. Like yeah. they've got Cody Zeller and Bismack Biombo and PJ Washington, who's an undersized power forward. They need to bring in 
some size. And I know that the NBA is going away from size, but I think that can be something that can help LaMelo to have having, somebody take over the post. They're having center shoot threes. Mm-hmm. Like spot-up threes. Not just like, you know, like and, – and freaking Draymond Green's being a point guard. Yeah, that's that's the way the league is now. Positionless it's basketball. So, I know, but it's so crazy. Like, I never would have thought Draymond Green would ever run an offense. Well, it it it's less weird to see him do it because he like isn't a super big guy. But to see guys like Joel Embiid bringing the ball up the court, and to see like Nikola Nikola Jokic, both yeah, of which yeah. se- seven seven foot seven foot one guys bringing the ball up the court, and and they're not like like. Like Giannis has the ball skills to be able to do it, but right. like, it's just it's just weird to see. And, and it's not, it's, not, it's all LeBron. Right? It's LeBron's fault. LeBron started this whole position as basketball stuff. Every you just blame it on LeBron. <laughs> every every seven footer, every seven footer thinks they're Steph Curry now. All of a sudden, <laughs> right? Like I never forget when I saw like the the Lakers and the Sixers play. Like they had like Joel Embiid like hit like a spot up three. Like dribbling the ball up the court. That's what's I'm sad. Like, what the hell? Joel Embiid's their best shooter. That's what's sad. Right. Well, T- Tobias Harris is doing pretty well this year for some yeah. reason. He's, but when you, Seth, Seth Curry's kind of like coming back in his groove too. So when you got a when you've got a point guard in Philly that can't shoot a lick, like you, <laughs> have to, you have to develop some shooters at other positions that are. Yeah, I, know. I, I feel bad for him. He's like a like a. Uh, like a decently uh, watch my tongue when I say this. Don't like slap me through the microphone. A decently Magic Johnson. Uh, ben Simmons is the most physically gifted as far as basketball fi- phys- physical gifts in the league, except for shooting. Like he can't. That's True. the only thing he can't do. He can po- he, he can post you up. He can guard the post. He can guard outside. He can drive the ball. He can dunk. He can pass everything. He's got athleticism, speed, leaping ability, everything. But he cannot shoot the ball. And I guess, I guess the way the league is now, like twenty years ago, Ben Simmons would be MVP category. But now, because he can't shoot, he's a scrub in some people's eyes. I just, I don't know, man. Like, I don't think he's a scrub by any means. Oh, not me, me either. I love Ben Simmons. Yeah, he's obviously a generational talent, but what I'm what I'm trying to get at is just like, like I know that was a stretch trying to compare him to Magic Johnson because Magic Johnson was just elite. But well, yeah, they have the I, same size and build, and you know it, it's it's a it's a fair comparison. Magic was yeah. never known for his shot either. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was known for like you know all the same passing that he used to do, and you know and uh, driving to the lane. I mean, you can still get buckets by doing it. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, but it's just like. It's just hard, and when the NBA is transitioning away from that, that's, you know, you know, that, and, that's what they say. Like a lot of guys say, "I'll start dunking when it's worth three points." <laughs> true that, yeah, I never heard of that, but yeah, yeah. damn, true that. Um, do you want to? I know you wanted to do a little bit of a segment with Super Bowl trivia. Do you do you still want to go into that or? There are some random random trivia facts about the Super Bowl. Uh, we can look up some trivia. We can, we can do some some Super Bowl trivia. Okay, let's go. Ahead. Let's get started. Um, let let's see. Here's an interesting one. 
Uh, you obviously know what team has played in the most Super Bowls, right? Mm-hmm. Who is that? It's either the Steelers or the Patriots, but I'm going to go with the Steelers. Oh, no, it's the Patriots. Oh, the Patriots. Okay, so 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 they so this one that they previously won put them over the hump of the Steelers, correct? Uh, no, the Patriots have played in eleven. No, I know they played in eleven, but I'm saying like, are you talking about championships won, or are you talking about how many games played? played. Oh, played. Uh, oh, okay. So I misheard your question. I thought you talked about yeah. championship no. won. No, no. Okay, no. all right. Okay, so game games played, and yes, it's the Patriots. But a fun fact, this is less less trivia, but more of a, a little fun fact. You yeah. know that among other teams in the league, Tom Brady by himself has played more Super Bowls than any other team than the Patriots. Really? He's going into his uh, into his ninth Super Bowl himself. No. He's going into his 10th Super Bowl himself. Yeah, I was going to say 10th, yeah. Yes, his 10th Super Bowl, which is two more than the Steelers as a franchise have been in. That's crazy. (laughs) That's crazy. Also, it's been 24 years since the Dallas Cowboys have played in an NFC Championship game. And Tom Brady has played in one in his first year in the NFC. So it shows you what... I feel like Tom Brady can honestly go to any team and like not make it to the Super Bowl, but make it to the playoffs. Yeah. Um, what do, do you think? Know, do you know what? Uh, maybe maybe not every team. I don't think you could do it with the Jets, but okay, or the Jags. But we'll see. Uh, what team has the most Super Bowl losses? Is it NFC or AFC? Um, it's two teams in the AFC tied. Bills. No. All right, let me get another guess. Um, the, the, the Bills have only been to four, and they lost all four. Yeah, no, that's why. I, that's why I said yeah, the Bills. That's a good guess. Um, AFC, 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 AFC. Browns. No. Because I know they've been here the longest. No, no. Or one, one of one of the oldest teams. That's my next question, but it's not the Browns. All right, after this one, tell me the answer. After my next guess, okay, tell me the answer. Go ahead, shoot. Um, so I don't think it was. Fuck it, Jets. <laughs> <laughs> let's just, let's think about it. The Patriots have played in 11, and they've won six. So that means they've lost five, which is tied for the most losses in Super Bowl history. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about them. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's one. Okay. Them and, and the Broncos have both lost five. Oh, damn. I went, oh, okay. Okay. And can you, name the, can you name the four teams that have never played in a Super Bowl? Can you tell me what conferences they're in, or is it just split? Um, it's it's three AFC teams and one NFC team. Okay, Tennessee Titans. They played in the Super Bowl. They played in the Super Bowl. Yeah, okay. you don't remember Kevin Dyson got stopped at the goal line, reaching the the Rams, the greatest show on turf. Rams beat them. Okay. Um. No, I don't. I I can't remember that one. Ninety nine. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner Rams. Kurt Warner. Tory Holt. Isaac Bruce. Uh, oh, yeah, I do remember that. Okay. Marshall okay, Falk. Yeah. 
I was about to say him next. Yeah. Okay. Az, Azahir Akeem in the God, slot. Marshall, Marshall Falk was a beast. Oh my God. He was ahead of his okay. time. He was ahead of his time. Um, uh, speaking of Marshall Falk, just real quick, do you think he would have thrived in this in this era? Oh, he would have been viewed as one of the greatest running backs of all time if he played in this era. Okay. Because I feel like him and Ladamian Thomason both were ahead of their. I, I think. LT could have played in any era. Um, Marshall Falk more so this era. I don't think Marshall Falk would have survived in the... Well, unless he played in San Francisco with Bill Walsh. Because he'd have done a hell of a job in that Roger Craig West Coast offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true that. Um, all right, so to answer your question, it's never been in... To, all right, AFC. Never played in the Super Bowl. I want to go with one of them as the Jags. The Jags have never played in the Super Bowl. You know how close they made it? Well, I know that with the Blake Bortles and the Jalen Ramsey team, they were right at the AFC Championship, right? Yeah, they, they lost in the AFC Championship then. And actually, their first year of existence, they lost in the AFC Championship. Really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the first the first year that them and the Panthers played, 1996, both teams made it to their respective conference championships. Well, that was the one the Carolina Panthers with Jake DeHome. No, that's before DeHome. That was that was Steve Berline was their quarterback. But that was but hold on, did they? But so did the Panthers went to the Super Bowl three times then? No, they went to the, the NFC Championship game. No, I know that, but they beat the Jags, right? No, the Jags. The Jags beat the AFC. Them. No, they didn't play each other. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. I'm following you now. The Jag, the Jags have never I, I, made I, a Super Bowl. As I, I know, I know, I, I know, I know. But they're in two totally separate conferences. That's why I was going apeshit crazy. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Screw that point. Um, uh, let's see here. I have two more. Three more teams. Well, yeah, three more teams. But you said uh, I have one more in the AFC and I have one more in the NFC. Correct. That's only two. You have two in the AFC and one in the NFC. Well, yeah, yeah. All right, never mind. All right, whatever. Um, AFC. Do 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 do. I'm gonna throw Jets out there. The Jets? Did you say the Jets? I did. I that feel is, like that's a, that is incorrect. I feel like that was a stupid answer. No. Because I was going to throw the Bills and then I stopped myself because of Jim Kelly. Nope. Um, one NFC North team, one AFC South team, and one AFC North team. One AFC North team, one AFC South team, one NFC North team. Yep. All right. So one AFC South team. Okay. Uh, we're going to just disregard all this. Who are the three worst run organizations in the NFL? I want to. I want to answer this question. No, fuck that. I want to answer this question. This is the answer to the question. Who are the three worst NFL teams? Run NFL teams in the NFL today. Well, you got uh, the Jets. Well, besides the Jets, you already guessed them. That's not the answer. All right, Texans. The Texans are one of them. So that scratches off the NFC. Yes, yeah, AFC. I mean AFC. Really, one of the AFC. You really need to learn your divisions. I do. I forget about the Texans sometimes. My bad. Um, Texans and... AFC North, NFC North. Who are the worst run teams in those two divisions? Fuck. Well, it used to be the Browns, but 
The Browns made it to the old the, Super Bowl. The, no, the Browns have never played in the Super Bowl. But I thought, oh yeah, but I thought you were including. I was gonna say the Browns, but I thought you were including the Super Bowl like before the Super Bowl because they used to be dominant before the Super Bowl. Yeah, when it was called the NFL Championship Game, not right. the Super Bowl. Okay, this, all is, right, all right. this is Super so that, Bowl trivia. Okay, all right, fine, all right, fine, all right. So that kills my two AFC teams. Boom. Yes, you have one NFC North. You only have four guesses. You probably don't know what four teams are in the NFC North. <laughs> it's not true. Uh, fuck, 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 fuck. Who's the worst run organization in the NFC North? That's what I'm trying to figure out right now. This is so sad. Just name the four teams, and I, and one of them's got to be right. You got a 25% chance. Uh, Vikings. No, the Vikings have played in four Super Bowls. Okay, never mind. Lions. The Lions are correct. Because it's obviously not the Packers. Uh, or and the Bears. The Bears won it in 81. 84. I, thought, but I, thought, I didn't realize the Vikings. Well, hold on. The, the Purple People Eaters back in the back in the 70s. Played. Okay, so it wasn't recent. Then. That, that was. Um, Have they played one recently? No, they, were, they, so. they should have. In 99, they should have. Uh, they lost to, the, to Atlanta. Um, Atlanta was eleven and five, and the Vikings are fifteen and one. Hold on, wait. The Falcons won a Super Bowl. No, they played in one. They played in two. Oh, they haven't okay. won in one. That's, okay, again, say. again, Drew. The Vikings and Falcons are both in the NFC, so that was the NFC Championship game. Not I know, Brad. I know. I know. I know. I know. The Falcons are in NFC. NFC South. All right. All right. How many times has a team? Played in their home stadium in the Super Bowl. Once. None. It's never happened. Yes, it is in Tampa Bay right now. They haven't played yet. Well, yeah, true yet, but they will. <laughs> so they will beat that <laughs> question. <laughs> but for, for the next for the next seven days, that statement is true. Okay. All right. Hit me with one more. All right. Let's let's find a good one. Ooh, no, that's that's too specific. You'll never get that one. <laughs> what do you mean? I kind of want to hear it. Just throw it out there, just to see if I can. Who is the oh. oldest oldest player to play in a Super Bowl? Oh fuck! <laughs> um, and it's I'm not go it. It's not Tom Brady. It will oh, be Tom, after this year. It will be Tom Brady, but it's somebody else. You tell me a division. He played in the AFC South. Drew Brees. Drew Brees never played in the AFC South. Oh, AFC South. God. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, this shows my stupidity on divisions right now. Oh, next is a podcast. We need to uh, do a division trivia. <laughs> what team is in? <laughs> Um, you're gonna be mad at me, but I looked this up. Oh my god! At least I'm honest. I never would have guessed this. Um, is it George Frederick what Blanded Blanda? No, it's not George Blanda. Okay. okay. Um. Well, they said he was with the Raiders, and that was one of the oldest. Was it a quarterback? No. Was not a quarterback? No. 
Fuck, man. What team was he on? The Indianapolis Colts. Peyton Manning. It's not Peyton Manning. I told oh, you it was a quarterback. Uh, oh, <laughs> Do you listen, Andrew? <laughs> what position was he? A kicker. Adam Vinatieri. No. He never played <laughs> the Super Bowl with them. That Mike Vanderjack was their kicker. Okay, I would have never would have guessed that. <laughs> I would have never would have guessed that. No, the, How old was he? The How oldest, old was he? The oldest player was Matt Stover. With the How Colts. old was he? He was 42. Uh, then Tom Brady would have surpassed him easily. He, he will this year, yes. Uh, what was Damn. the what was the highest scoring game in Super Bowl history? Was it recent or, or was it? It was Super early? Bowl 29. Are you asking what team? Just tell, me, just, asking... just tell me what the score was. The total, uh, I'm, total I'm, points. I'm just going to give you a guess. I'm assuming if it's like a record-breaking, I'm assuming it's in the 50s. Super Bowl 29 was in the 50s? No. Oh, the I'm score was the in the 50s. Okay, the score, score was in the 50s. The score was in yeah. the 50s. Okay, not yeah. the years. Not the years, yeah. So I'm assuming it was in the 50s. So I'm going to go – I don't know why this is – Alarming, but I'm gonna go 55-35. No, you're you're way high. Way high? Yeah. Okay, what was it? In Super Bowl 29, the San Francisco 49ers beat the San Diego Chargers 49-26, 75 points. Well, well, I mean, I'm not that off. No, I mean you're you're 20 points off. I'm no, but I'm saying like you made it seem like I was like you know at least 30, 40 points off. Oh my I'm not god. That bad. That's still that's still, you're like three scores off. Okay, all right, fine, all right, fair enough. <laughs> to each his own. All right, hit me with one more, and then, oh, then we'll shit. wrap this up. Hit you with one more. Um, uh, let's see, what city has hosted the most Super Bowls? Mmm, that's a good one. That's a real good one. I want to go with like New York or San Francisco. One of those two. No, wrong on both cases. We're wrong. Oh wow! Okay. You got to think. Where do they like to have Super Bowls? Warm weather. Warm weather. Or indoors. Or indoors. This is a warm weather place. About as warm as you can get. All right, Temple. Oh, Miami. Miami. There you go. Okay. All right. See, look, I got it right with one and with two guesses. They they host they've hosted eleven Super Bowls. Do you know who has? Damn. Do you know who's hosted the second most? Another warm weather team? A warm weather area? Warm weather area, but it's also indoors. Dallas. Uh, Not that far west. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, (laughs) Nolens. Really? Yeah, New Orleans has hosted 11. The Superdome has hosted 11. I would not have guessed that. No. I would not have guessed that. I would really thought, like, Dallas or, like, Somebody out west like San Diego. Yeah. When the, when, the charger, when the, the Chargers well, were there. Well, the Chargers weren't there long enough. True. Because they were a recent team. They were back in, what, the early 90s? They spent like 80s? they spent like 30 years in there, in, in San Diego. Um, yeah. They were in L.A., but they were in L.A. and then moved to San Diego and then moved back to L.A., of course. Got it. Got it. Well, Brad, this was fun, man. RP to Cove, you know, it's been one year, so um uh still sucks, still you know, trying time, but 
RP to him. Um, those are my final thoughts. Do you have any final thoughts before we wrap this up? No, I'm just trying to trying to make it through through here day to day, you know. Facts. Facts. Well, we're happy you're back. We're happy we did this podcast, guys. So this will be out for you um tomorrow to listen to, but we will post it on our social media platforms on on Tuesday so y'all can see it on Wednesday if you follow us on our social media platforms. Brad, this is fun, man. I missed you. Thank you for being back. Glad your health is okay and your family's doing well, man. Yep, 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 yep. Well, guys, this has been a fun podcast. Second one this year. Um, and what can I say? We hit it hit it off right. I'm Drew. I'm and Brad. this is yep. and we're two guys that talk sports and have a good day. Later. <laughs>